Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Illuminating the Stories That Bind Us. In this series, psychotherapist Jennifer H. Carey interviews and helps applicants illuminate a story that is binding them. We can all heal, learn, and grow from listening to how the beliefs and stories that we create can consciously and subconsciously run our lives, binding us and holding us back. Jennifer H. Carey also collaborates with Mick and Tess Pulver from Breakthrough Performance Workshop. At the end of each podcast, Mick and Tess prescribe a song for the participant to help them transform beyond the limiting story that they are telling themselves. Together, let's listen and shine light so we can break through and step forward into our unlimited potential. The voices and stories of these podcasts are true, but names and other identifying information are removed to protect the privacy and confidentiality of the participants. Hello, and welcome to episode two of Illuminating the Stories That Bind Us. So here I am, Jennifer Carey, starting this out. So if you tuned into the first podcast, it helped explain what Illuminating the Stories That Bind Us is all about. It helped explain why I'm doing it and what it's going to look like. So if you haven't heard that, definitely go back and listen to that because it's really important. But I'll just give you a quick review right now that participants will be sharing their stories, stories, narratives that they have lived under, maybe from family of origin, maybe from a traumatic event, whatever it is. And they are coming on here to help illuminate that story so that they can start the process of awareness, which leads to the process of breaking through that story. And speaking of breakthrough, at the end of these podcasts, I will have the amazing medicine music duo, Mick and Tess Pulver, who run amazing workshops uh, and currently are running amazing Zoom sessions that I've had the privilege of being a part of where they prescribe a song. And that's just the, that's just the tip of the iceberg of what they do. But for these podcasts, they are going to prescribe a song for the participants. And that song is going to help them break through the story that is binding them. So in this podcast, I'm going first. So Jennifer Carey, the host of Illuminating the Stories That Bind Us, I am going to share my story of how I created a narrative from the dynamics of my family of origin. And I took that and I ran with it in probably gazillion ways, a gazillion ways. And thankfully, the work of therapy, the work of going through becoming a therapist myself, the work of coaching helped illuminate the story so that I could have awareness of it. And then I have taken it a step further and through different conversations and letter writing started to like illuminate this story with my family in order to further heal it and transform it. So I'm very excited to share all of that with you today. And then Mick and Tess will come on and they're going to prescribe a song for me. So first I want to say 
that my family of origin is very precious to me. I love them beyond words. They definitely have made me the person I am and probably even the therapist that I am. So I am incredibly grateful for my family. The other thing I wanna mention is that a family system is created and becomes familiar and knows no different. So why am I saying that? I am saying that because I believe that many times a family isn't even aware of the system and the dynamics that it's created. And furthermore, each individual within that family may not even be aware of what stories, beliefs, roles, things that have just become so fossilized and so into the system, and everyone is afraid of bucking the system, that they they just don't even know it, it's happening. And, and I do believe that that's the case with my family. And even in the work that I've been doing to kind of move the system and, and let them know, hey, this is what's going on with me. And, you know, please hear me out because this is a mission that I want to do for everyone. I want us to illuminate these stories. I think even my family is having trouble processing it as, as amazing as they are and, and trying to figure this out with me. So I just wanted to make that clear. So it's, it's big. It's big to move through these fossilized dynamics and systems. So I'm going to share my two stories in just a moment. But I want to share this amazing quote that's from the book, The Choice. So if any of you um, have heard of The Choice or have read The Choice, you're going to know what I'm talking about. Those of you who haven't, it's written by Dr. Edith Ava Egger, and it is amazing. A woman who has survived the Holocaust and just uh, her writing is just full of wisdom. And she quotes something from her family of origin that I believe is, that speaks to this mission and speaks to what I'm about to share as well. So she wrote, I came along and there was already a complete family. They had a daughter who played piano and a daughter who played violin. I am unnecessary. I am not good enough. There is no room for me. I think this is the way we misinterpret the facts of our lives, the way we assume and don't check it out, the way we invent a story to tell ourselves, reinforcing the very thing in us we already believe. So that's on page 17 of The Choice. And I think it's like speaks to everything that I want to share. So. Just to give you a little bit of context, I am the youngest of four children. I have two brothers and a sister. I'm about 10 and nine years from my oldest brother and sister, and I'm about five years from my brother. Why am I sharing that context? Because there came a point in time in my family's development, evolution, that I was a child in a home of three teenagers, which I think is really important to share. And what came of that, whether people knew or not, whether I just became that, is I started to feel 
like it was my responsibility to make everything okay. There was so much chaos and I was, I was just a child. So I didn't have that chaos yet, but I saw the way it went down and I was like, oh my goodness, A, I don't ever want to be like that. And B, how can I make everyone feel better? And so this became my narrative. I need to fix everything. I need to make everything better, which, you know, in and of itself is a beautiful thing. It's made me the helpful person I am. It's made me the considerate person I, I am. But I, the story, I took the story further. What if I didn't do everything that they needed? What if I disappointed them? Well, what started to happen was I started to say, whether it was conscious or subconscious or unconscious, whatever word you want to give it, I started to say, then I'm not lovable. I am not enough if I am not fixing and making everyone better. So as I strived to achieve the unachievable and set an unrealistic standard, the anxiety grew and grew. How can I make this better? Because if I don't, I'm unlovable. I can remember, because I live a distance from my family, I can remember before I even got to them, I'd be thinking, you know, how can I be enough to them? How can I fix everything? I don't think they had a clue that this is what was happening inside of me. And may not, even though I've illuminated it for them, they still may not know what kind of happens inside Jen Carey when I'm with my family. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. As I said, working on it through therapy and coaching and this. So my job was to make everything okay. And what I'm learning is, I can't make everything okay. There's a lot that only people can unlock for themselves. So it's a constant check-in. Like, am I trying to do something that only they can do for themselves? I recently heard a great quote. It's by, it was in internal family systems therapy training. And the woman's name is escaping me. I'm so sorry, but there was a great quote. Codependency is when we think we are responsible for someone else's inner world. And so that was a big part of it. I mean, you can imagine it just, if someone, you know, has healing to do, which we all do, right? At the end of the day, we can all heal, learn and grow in some form or fashion. If I'm thinking that I'm responsible for it, but it's someone's inner world. How can I, how can I do that? And very thankfully, one of my brothers did come back and say that when I did this work and I, and I kind of checked in, like, was I enough for you at this time? Was I, you know, after my father passed, it was really hard on our family, really hard on me. And I looked back and when I was doing all this work, I was like, to my brother, was I there for you enough? And he, and he said to me, I don't even think you could have touched what I needed to touch. And it's like, boom, one of those like brain exploding aha moments. Like, oh my gosh, I am trying to do for them what I can't even do. So no wonder why I'm always going to be anxious or frustrated. So this was a really big story. So now without further ado, I am going to bring on Mick and Tess, and they are going to help prescribe a song to help me transform and break through this story. 
Hi, Nick and Tess. Hi. Hi, Jennifer. Jennifer. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. I am so excited. I've already told everyone about you. And I told them about how participants will share their story in order to illuminate what binds us. And then you, the amazing duo that you are, will bring in your medicine magic to prescribe a song to help transform through that story. Good. Yes. So I am the first participant. I'm also going to be the second one. But today I shared, I shared with everyone a story that I took from my family of origin that I felt um, and feel, because I'm still working on it, binds me. So in summary, that story is the idea that I have to fix everything and make it better. So I explained that I was the youngest of four and the way the years are, you know, separate us. I had my formative years when they were all teenagers. So there was a lot of chaos a lot of angst in my home when I was a child. So I learned early on, okay, how do I make this better? How do I fix this? How do, how do I be the easy one? How do I not cause anything that they're causing? Right. So what I learned through a lot of work uh, was that I put unrealistic standards on myself because there's so many things that I can't fix and that I can make better in someone's journey, especially my siblings. And what I also learned, unfortunately, was there was a belief deep down that if I didn't fix it, if I didn't make it better, that I was unlovable. Right. So when I chiseled it all down, that's what it came to. And so now I have been on a journey and I have been trying to illuminate this for my family as well, now that I'm highly aware of it. And so it's been incredibly healing. So it's one of the things that inspired me to do this podcast. Well, it's such a gift to all of us that you're shedding light on this, you know, particular, you know, well, we'll call it a challenge, I guess. Um, It's it's another life experience that is in the way of us being truly who we are, and um, so thank you for that because this is this is a big one. This is huge for so many people, and I, I think it's a great way to start this off. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've already decided on the the, the direction we're going to take you. <laughs> okay, I can't yeah. wait to hear. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I think you've probably shared a little bit about, um, you know, songs are, you know, our medicine on a, on, a, on a myriad of levels, because the lyric is one thing, the actual words, but then the energy and the whole harmonic convergence, if you will, of how a song comes together, both melodically, harmonically, the different instruments that come in, um, you know, create a whole energy even without the words, you know, even if the words weren't there. So, you know, we always say that. Uh, you know, a lot of times the words will support the process, but sometimes it's more about just letting yourself open to the deeper energy, uh, the magic the song wants to bring through. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the perfect song for you right now, I believe, is uh, a song called Right to Be Wrong by Josh Stone. Yeah. It's gritty. It's powerful. It's uh, it's. Uh, It's kind of raw. It's kind of raw. And uh, I think a lot of times with these kind of energies, we need to kind of like just grab them and and 
dive into them and express them and let them move through us in order to release, you know, because as we always say that when we really let ourselves feel something deeply and then express it, we actually give it somewhere to go. Mm. We 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 let it leave us. So that's what this song would be for you. Thank you so much. And again, you are spot on. You're so intuitive because I didn't even mention a layer of the story of like the perfectionism that goes with it. And so I yeah. love this idea. I, mean, I haven't even heard the song. I don't know what it is, but I love this yeah. idea. Right uh, to be wrong, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Now, I have, I have a question. Yeah, we'll, we'll send it to you. It's, uh, I have a question. Will your viewers also get to hear the song? Or yes, I guess they can... yes. I'm going to have it playing at the end. Yeah, thank Good. you. Yep, Good. yep. Perfect. Yes. Thank you oh, so much. Right, of course. That's right. You're going to edit this. That's, that's great. Okay. Yes, yeah. Right. Well, thanks so, so much for having us on. Thank you so much for being on. And I'm so excited right now. I have the privilege of having one of their medicine music sessions. So I'm going to close here and um, I will see you in a couple of minutes once I stop this and, and, and move on. And I'll, I'll go on to our Zoom okay. session together. So Wonderful. thank you so much. Our pleasure. Thank, thank you. If you'd like to be a participant on illuminating the stories that bind us, please fill out the form on jenniferhcarry.com. Jennifer would like to thank every single person that makes this possible, including all of the listeners. Because of you listening and sharing these stories, we may illuminate them and unbind the participants stuck in them. And to the participants, your courage and bravery makes this possible. Thank you. A million thank yous to Cassie Brooks Bowling and her team, in making this mission come alive and keep it breathing. You can follow Jen at Jennifer H. Carey on Instagram and on Facebook at Jennifer H. Carey Counseling.